0: Tommy Adams welcome to the podcast Tommy hello thank you yeah yeah so uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience and okay. uh, tell us who you are and okay. we'll go from there
1: Cool. so my name is uh, Tommy Adams full government name Thomas Wayne Adams jr. I'm not gonna give you my social security number but uh, I'm from California I grew up right outside of LA maybe 30 minutes east if uh, anybody from L.A. knows, they'll say it's not L.A., but nobody else knows it out here, of course. Um, came to Japan 12 years ago. Uh, actually, for the first time 14 years ago for my graduation trip from college. It was just a week in Tokyo, and it was just a bunch of uh, two of my best friends. And actually, one of them is coming in two days. Sorry, getting a bit off track. But um, came here 12 years ago. I was working for an English conversational school called Eon. Until three years ago, Um, I've been all about with that. So want to know about that. Um, After that, I became a manager for Toshin. Uh, Toshin is a big uh, Juku, a cram school in Japan, and I was literally just like a salary man in charge of way too much. And (laughs) and we could talk about that later if we want. But I was in charge of way too much, and just. Consumed my life. My social life went down to drain. And can I say bad words?
0: Oh, dude, I'm okay. A, yeah, there's no censorship on this. Um, all right, all right, all
1: right. Cool, so, cool, cool. Yeah. No, no, because I was uh, trying to self censor, but no, it. Dude, um,
0: you, don't hold anything back, man. Uh, all right, cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. So,
1: um, after Toshin, I went to my current company. It's called Day um, Prep. It's Saito Juku. It's another Juku, but I just do media content creation. So I'm literally in a studio all day, recording my voice, uh, recording my face for videos, editing up to, uh, not up to, a minimum of 17 videos per week. I'm responsible for uploading for thousands of students to see and study their English. Wow. Um, that's wow. my day job. Uh, I do a lot of video and photography work on my days off, after work, um, the last, month and a half has been crazy with what I've been doing uh video wise but I've finally hit a lull I don't have anything planned yet no I just got something today but that's pretty much me I hey, used to DJ sorry used to DJ used to make music um don't really do the music thing anymore but I like to get back into that
0: okay so okay well hey I mean it's good that you got stuff going on you know I mean it's better yeah. than just sitting around with nothing to do you know
1: oh dude I have yeah. way too much to do <laughs> too much today.
0: yeah yeah so now you said you first came to japan 14 years ago for that, just to visit right so yeah 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 what where did your interest in japan start
1: so when i was um if i go back not as far back as when it started but um when i started college i already had like a bit of an interest in japanese media you know video games i the only anime i really liked was like dragon ball z and uh, Ranma and a half and um my best friend and I, who I mentioned earlier, he's coming to Japan in, in two days, uh, we grew up together since six years old and we uh, used to always go to like the Asian market, we call it, but it, was, it was Chinese, and they would sell Dragon Ball Z cards. My mom used to drive us there all the time, elementary school, to pick up these Dragon Ball Z cards and we used to go to the LA comic convention, comic convention to buy the uh, subtitled versions of all the uh, Dragon Ball Z episodes and um, movies. So that was literally it, like video games first and anime second, because I didn't even know like Dragon Ball Z was an anime, I didn't know it was a manga, I didn't know Ron and a Half was an anime or a manga, I didn't know Pokemon was an anime or a manga, because I played the video games first. Okay. And that's just how detached <clears throat> I was from like anime and manga, it was just literally the video games came first. So that takes me from like elementary school all the way up to college, and um, after five years I graduated, and I was going to go to... I was going to come to Japan by myself. I was thinking of where to go because I already did like a um, almost almost one month kind of tour around Europe. Okay. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, I love Europe, but I wanted to see somewhere else. So I was like, oh, why not go to Japan? So I asked my best friend, and he wasn't able to go. And then um, one of my other friends, who's also another really, 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 really good friend, Ah, uh, he was like, hey, I want to go. So it was like, cool, it's gonna be us two. And we got our passports and everything. Down to the last minute, my best friend's like, hey, dude, I'm gonna go too. Hmm. So it was like three of us, and we came here. It was funny. We landed on leap year, February 29th, and it was just before like Hinamatsuri. So we were all like kind of confused. There we're all these dolls in a hotel. We were in a Tokyo Hilton in Shinjuku and it was just the coldest. We did not prepare for the cold. We were all from California, <laughs> and it's February in, in Tokyo. It was just cold, and we were dressed in short sleeve shirts, and I had to buy a jacket. It was it was an adventure, but an adventure that I think planted the seed with me eventually moving here two years after that.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice, nice. So um, <laughs> you, you obviously love the country enough to want to move here. You said two years yeah. after that you moved here, and you got a job yeah. with, with E.ON. So yeah. I'm I'm very familiar with that company as well. That's right, how, that's how I right. started. And in fact, the right. funny story is when I got the job, I did I was doing research about Eon online and I, I found your blog. You had like a, a blog at the time. So I
1: literally remembered that today when my I was telling my friend about this interview. Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, what type of interview are you doing?" I was like, "Oh, I'm with my friend Shay." And I was like, "Wait a minute. I think he read my blog and that's how we've known each other." Yeah. Yeah. That's Weird, was like but 10 years ago,
0: oh, more than right. 10 years ago now, yeah, yeah,
1: right, oh. that's weird, man.
0: Yeah, there, there were full like, circle, yeah, there were two blogs I found one was yours, and then one was right. a, a guy that, um, not the guy that I've replaced in Utsunomiya, oh, okay. but the guy before him, he wrote a book, okay, okay, and so because I, I knew I was coming to Utsunomiya, and I found his blog, and he was writing all about the city and, wow. and the prefecture I'm in, and I, and I thought, wow, this is cool and uh, okay. I, I picked his brain too but he he's moved back to canada has a family you know so wow yeah, wow wow, yeah. wow
1: um and here i am still here
0: hey there's no no shame in that man so you've you have <laughs> oh, no, yeah i mean um i've i've been here i actually last week i celebrated my 10 year japan anniversary holy shit yeah. dude congrats yeah. dude yeah. Uh, Nice. A, a wait ago.
1: we're quite similar because mine was july 7th
0: yeah yeah so you're in august august 23rd yeah, so was nice, a, a week man. ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheers to that, dude. Thank you. Now, I, I mean, that's... I pretty much have lived here the entire time, but, I, you know, I've i have gone back once, and then it was just a short time. Uh, I, okay. I, I, I'm not talking about, like, visiting back once. I mean, okay, I, okay, 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 okay. I moved back to the States once, and then okay. it was... Me too. It was just so short that I was like, nah, I'm coming back, so... Yeah, so. <laughs> I did the same thing. I get it. I get it. Now... When you first moved to Japan, you did move to Tokyo, is that correct?
1: Correct. I lived in Nagoya. Nagoya is my Japanese hometown. I stayed there for uh, three years, working for Eon.
0: Okay. Okay. Tell me a, a bit about living in Nagoya. Um, I've only passed through there on Shinkansen, so I don't really know much about it.
1: Yeah, there's not much to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, but without it, I, I owe Nagoya my Japanese ability. There's not a lot of foreigners. There weren't a lot of foreigners, and there weren't a lot of Japanese people who speak uh, uh, English. So that had it a double-edged sword. So I was able to learn the language a lot quicker through my coworkers and interacting with Japanese people because I am quite outgoing, and I meet people, and I try to communicate the best that I can. And there's no smartphones at the time. So a lot of writing notes in a, in a notebook <laughs> Having people write down to Japanese of what they said and I don't understand, and going to my head teacher at Eon the next day and being like, yo, what did this person say? And um, I didn't really have a basis. You know, I studied Spanish for five years and luckily the vowels sounded the same. And, you know, I watched, you know, anime, but I was pretty much in one ear and out the other because I had subtitles. So I wasn't super interested in, like, Japanese culture or, um, the language so when I came here I was just like literally a clean slate but um, without Nagoya I wouldn't be able to speak Japanese but I think the food is absolutely amazing I will never ever ever I think the best food in Japan is all in Nagoya
0: really yeah
1: oh, definitely 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 but um, it it was so I went to a a college that did not party so my three years in in Nagoya were pretty much making (laughs) up for that Um, if you pay attention to my uh, Instagram or Facebook you can tell I haven't really stopped that Twelve years later, but uh, Nagoya was like my my college life that I never had.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, interesting that you uh, your college wasn't really a party college. Um, I always thought every college was pretty much a party college. But, yeah, uh, you would assume
1: yeah. so. But I went to one of those like fly by night, um, for profit, technical schools that oh, uh, doesn't okay. doesn't exist anymore. Um, so if I say their name, I can't get sued because <laughs> they don't exist. But um. It was just like everybody went there to study. People who wanted to hang out hung out, and I had like my video game group of friends. I had my girlfriend that I dated for six years. Um, I wasn't like trying to party at all. I was just trying to study. I was working full time and working or going studying full time, so there's no time to party. In five years, I went to two parties.
0: Wow. Okay. And that was it. That was it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you made up for all of that when you when you moved oh, yeah. to Japan. So. Oh yeah. Did you get in? You said you, you did some DJing. Did you get into DJing while you were in Nagoya?
1: Yep, I'll never forget that day. Um, okay. So one of my friends, uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. one of the only like Californians I really like know, and to this day, in uh, Japan, like uh, Tokyo, I don't have too many friends from, from California, uh, he wanted to buy some DJ equipment, but he can't speak Japanese. And he wanted to buy it with a credit card, and there's like, some special way he wanted to pay for it, part cash, part credit card. This was like a year into it, and I had a bit of confidence to like face-to-face handle it. Yeah. So um, at the time with the EON contract, if you didn't have a class, you didn't have to be at your school. Wow, OK. So, and I was at one of the least busy schools in Agua. I would, there's days where I'd be in my office for an hour, and I was getting paid the same as I got paid when that contract changed. So um, we went like two, sta- two subway stations away, Helped him buy his uh, DJ equipment, and he's like, yo, this weekend we're having a home party at my place. He lives in uh, Kasagai, just a couple stations away from where I lived. And he has this huge, huge apartment that was like, huge of like lore, which was great. So we go there, we buy the equipment, he has no issue. Um, I have like a lesson, so I can't help him get it home. He had to carry all this stuff home uh, by himself, which was a lot. And that weekend we had a home party, and, you know, I had a lot of music because I love, you know, like music, <clears throat> but I've never like burnt a CD for DJing. So I spent like what? It was Eon's Tuesday, it was Saturday. So I spent like Thursday, Friday just organizing all my music, getting it all together on a CD. And then Saturday night was a night of the party. So we go there and he it's just like literally 20 girls and like four guys.
0: Hey, those are good and odds, his apartment. Right? <laughs> It was
1: absolutely great.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, I'll never forget, There's like, it was our Australian friend Shane. Yep. And he's been DJing for quite a bit because he'd been in Japan for a bit before, but he was DJing in Australia. And Ryan and I. So we've got the turntable set up. We've got the speakers. We're pretty much like, fuck the neighbors. You know, we were being a bit loud, but there was zero complaints that night. Um, we were drinking a large amount of alcohol to the point where I was um, – I was uh, vomiting in his, uh, his 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 bathroom, oh, man. and uh, the girl that I was most interested in was helping me the whole night, and that led to uh, some adventures after that. <laughs> not that night, not that night, but
0: yeah.
1: um, that was like holy shit! Like I want to DJ. That was fun. Um, w- what I remembered of it. So I got into that, and then us three just became a crew. We had like our own DJ crew called the Undercats, like okay. the Thundercats, the Undercats. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're the underdogs, but the undercats. And at the time it was cool. So um, you're at Hub, which is like a chain British pub all over Japan. And we saw this Australian guide. I was like, hey, I'm about to open up this uh, club. And I see you guys have all your DJ equipment. And we were about to DJ that night. And he was like, if you guys DJ at our place, uh, the first event, I won't pay you. But all the alcohol for you and your friends is all free. So that was a very, very crazy night. But that led to DJing at other places throughout Nagoya as my DJ skills went up. Because I was like, remember, first time DJing, was super drunk off my ass at that home party. As my DJ skills went up, I was DJing at other places. I joined some all-Japanese, like the biggest DJ crew in um, Nagoya called Tiny. I ended up joining their like more underground group called uh, Damien. And... We only did like two events before i moved to tokyo
0: okay okay
1: yeah and i dj'd a lot in tokyo but i kind of stopped last year it was like the last time i dj'd
0: yeah yeah I, I remember a few years ago i went to one of your your sets um <clears> yeah and um i enjoyed it it was good appreciate but, it yeah, cheers and i i was curious as to why you stopped um but i i there might be several reasons for that or uh
1: Oh, I'll definitely put it out there. It's something yeah. that I've never really shared. Nobody really knows, but um, <clears throat> there's a, a monthly event that happens here in Tokyo. I think I'm—I won't say their name—but um, um, I'm actually cool with the people involved. Yeah. But um, they had a DJ contest, and then I entered it, and I won. And they got the DJ, and it was pretty cool. It was—you know—we were in Akihabara, under the bridge. Um, it was a really, really fun night. So they asked me to DJ again at this event in uh, Yokohama. So um, my act- actually, my friend Shane, the Australian guy who was part of my DJ crew, was in Tokyo that day. I had one of my friends, June, from Korea. He was visiting Tokyo at the time. And then my ex-girlfriend. We all went down to Yokohama together. And um, we went to the event. And it was super crowded, super dope event. And as I'm DJing, not DJing, I'm sorry. It's, like, two hours before I DJ, and this boat, it's, like, right next to the water. It's Yokohama and uh, Sakuragi Cho. This boat starts coming up, this massive boat, and then they're like, yo, you know, everybody who bought your tickets, you know, get on the boat. We have, like, a party. The two creators of the event are going to be DJing, and it's, like, who was it? I want to say Bacardi.
0: Hmm.
1: Maybe Bacardi was the, like, sponsor, so there's, like, all these different types of Bacardi drinks. And literally, like, 98% of the people that were at the party got on a boat. And then I'm, like, going up in 20 minutes. Oh,
0: man. So I
1: literally DJed to my friend Shane, my friend June, my ex-girlfriend, the DJ after me and her friends, and the random families that just happened to be in the area. Yeah. And I was like, I, I bought music, I practiced, I, I dedicated time to get ready for this event, and it was literally to, like, we could have just did this in my fucking apartment.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that moment was like, I'm done. I'm I'm done DJing. I'm not really. If I had a bigger name, I'd probably get other events or whatever. If I kept DJing as more, if I like hoard myself out, like I th- feel like a lot of DJs uh, do to get where they want to be, and they are where they want to be. Hmm. But I'm I'm like over it. I'm I don't want to say I'm too old for it. I'm never going to say that. But
0: no, um, never say that. I I, went, oh, I went to a Halloween party a few years ago. In, right. In um. In near Harajuku, I think, and yeah. there was a seventy-five-year-old Japanese DJ there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're never too age old. doesn't matter, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Age doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. So
0: I might get I might get back
1: into it, but like to what extent I'm not sure because I mean I love DJing. Like actually, when I say that that event was the last one. No, my 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 company asked me to DJ the year-end party. Okay. In uh, December of last year, so I did DJ one more time after that um which was <laughs> bizarre it was it was weird yeah, uh yeah. to begin with the setting didn't match but as the alcohol was consumed it got really fun
0: yeah
1: but that was literally the last time at that uh, event where everybody got on the boat it was like the last time i
0: i properly dj'd okay okay yeah. and
1: and i'll be djing my mom's wedding in three weeks so actually i'm not done yet
0: okay well hey <laughs> well, i forgot congr- about that congrats to your mom then that's that's cool yeah that's cool
1: that's yeah, it's a bit weird, but I'm used to it now. Like I, I've I've let it sink in and.
0: So you'll you'll just, be heading back to, um, California then in a couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah.
1: In three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay,
0: and so. now your job, I guess, now gives you flexibility with time you can take off. Is that true?
1: I've got vacation days. I haven't used any of my vacation days. Like okay. I I any so like I went to Korea in June. Hmm. It was kind of like a self birthday trip with uh, two of my friends, and I only missed two days of work, but I just ended up working, like, a Monday. Like, I'm off Sunday and Monday, so I ended up working, like, one Monday and one Sunday to make up for it. So I've used, like, no vacation days at all.
0: Okay. (coughs) That's pretty cool, though, that you can have a flexible schedule like that, you know? Oh, it's
1: super flex. Like, I don't really have, like, a Mm manager-manager. I have, um, like, the vice president of the company is literally the person who... Like I don't want to say admin-wise, but I guess admin-wise I have to deal with, but she's the head of admin for the whole company. She's the president's wife. So when I tell her, like, hey, I'm going to go to Korea, she's just like, you don't have to tell me, just get the work done.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So as long as the work's done, and when I told her, like, my best friend's coming, I'm going to be off the whole time he's here, she's like, as long as the work is done going to California for 10 days she's like as long as the work is done yeah so it's super flexible the company is Japanese and there are very Japanese aspects of it yeah but um, they're both very American like they're Japanese but they're my president used to be a Yale professor Uh, his wife who's the vice president was the librarian at Yale and that's how they met America and they're just very American there's very few things Japanese about my company so
0: yeah I found that with a lot of um... Japanese who've lived abroad is the at least the ones that I've encountered they'll bring back a lot of positive aspects of Western culture or whatever culture that they're from and they'll incorporate right. it into whatever they do back here and um exactly. it's an interesting mix yeah yeah so now you you stopped DJing like full time you know yeah. you um you you do it occasionally here or there um, right, there, right. There's also issues with like promoters in Tokyo, right? Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not not naming names, obviously, but wait uh, a minute! Yeah. Don't we know? that we have a? We I yeah, think, I think yeah, we, we have a we have a mutual um, I acquaintance. I forgot about yeah. <laughs> that.
1: He fucking pissed me off. Oh yeah. my god! I'm yeah. not okay. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. I think yeah. you introduced me to him.
0: Yeah. Well. Uh, sorry for that
1: then. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah. But uh, he 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 rode my coattails for a bit hmm. to get a quite a few. <sighs> he got to skip the line. Let me say that through Conne- some connections, connections. That I gave him.
0: Yeah. connections.
1: Let's do that. Let's yeah. say that So through a few of my connections, I let him skip quite a few lines. And I think I don't even know what he's doing now. I'm pretty sure he's doing the same thing. And um, um, I'm I'm quite ruthless. Like I, I don't. If I have a problem with somebody, I just get silent. I don't talk about our problems. Yep. They they can realize, oh wait, Tommy's no longer on my Facebook or Line or Instagram, and it's there's a reason. Mm-hmm. If they think about what happened before that, I don't like confrontation. Yeah. So um, I blocked them on everything, and I ended up seeing him at a party. Hmm. He's like, yo, dude, let me buy you a drink, and I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. I'm I'm not really drinking today, but I was drunk off my ass, and he yeah. can see it. But I was just trying to avoid anything awkward. Right. But yeah, promoters.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's one thing. I'm not really into that scene, but, right, you know, right. pe- people, from what I've heard from you and, and other people, like, oh, well, I can't pay you, but uh, you can get exposure or something like that, which... Dude, how, dude. How much... So, yeah, how that for any artist, really, it's like, how much does exposure... I mean, exposure's great, but it doesn't put food in your mouth, you know?
1: Dude, 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 or, like... So I started DJing less than a year after I moved to Japan. So that means it's been like 11 years since I've been DJing. Right. Uh, in 11 years, I was paid once to DJ. Just once? Once. And that's yeah. because my friends in Nagoya paid for me my Shinkansen to and from uh, Nagoya and back. Hmm. And I got like an extra like 10,000 yen on top of that. So they paid for the Shinkansen. They paid me 10,000 yen. The only time in my life I've ever been paid to DJ. Yeah. So lots of promises, um, or lots of just oh you're expected to not get paid, or you have to get this many people, and there's like this uh, buffer. Mm -hmm. How many people you've got to get in, and if you get above that, it's this much. If you get above the next number, it's this much. Yeah. And I got a lot of friends to go, but I think like that first place I was using out for the Australian dude kind of um, maybe burnt some people out. Okay. We went a little bit too hard, and I think people were like oh shit we don't party that hard. Yeah. And they they like the people who party hard back home like Japan wasn't where they started partying yeah. um they would go out all the fucking time but i mean the numbers just weren't there for me to ever get paid
0: yeah that's that's useful information you know um, i wasn't aware that there were like tiers that you had to pass through certain tiers in order to get any sort of pay that's uh, seems like kind of kind of that... a, b- a bullshit scheme right there right <laughs> you know what i right. mean no.
1: But I don't know if that was just like a Nagoya thing. Um, I know when I first came to Tokyo, money wasn't even ever mentioned. So yeah. I was just like, fuck it, I get to DJ in Tokyo. That's kind of cool. Um, but in Nagoya, that seemed to have been like the writer. Like you have to have a certain amount of people to get your guarantee, as they say. Yeah. But I never got paid shit. Yeah. I just love music. And I love like in my head, like planning how my set's going to work out. I used to like write down every fucking thing I'm gonna play this song first and at this minute I'm gonna mix out and then like I'm at the point now where I don't even have to plan I just have well I had CDs until the big earthquake and then Mm -hmm. after that just have actually it's right here like all my music's just on a USB drive Yeah. but um yeah it was it was it was weird being a DJ if you care about money or putting food on your plate like you said yeah it's not a thing you do you've gotta love the music to do it so, but, I mean, I have I have a lot of DJ friends who are, like, making fucking money, and they're, like, being... They're going to other fucking countries and shit. Yeah. The DJ, and they're, they're fucking English teachers that are producers and DJs here in Tokyo, but they just really go hard, and they've passed that... Threshold. ...level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there you go, threshold, to, like, get to where they want to be.
0: Yeah. I guess it's it's just something that you just have to dedicate all of your free time to promotion, mostly, because, I mean, I, obviously it's a skill to... to You know, put the music together and then mix mix it. Yeah, but but then yeah, yeah, but then you have to be a businessman on top of that and like push it and promote it and you know. So it's it's there's a lot involved in that, you know.
1: Right, Uh, right.
0: I'm a like
1: I'm a people person to the point where I'm just like holy shit, like people are gonna have fun if I DJ, and I'm like okay, job's done. Right. Then I think about after the fact. Oh shit, I should have been a business person and not a people person.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So and I never ever get on that right. Like recently, the last like four months. I've been on that lane about, like, money first, and then, like, people come at the same time. Yeah. But uh, back then, I was too young, too naive. All I cared about was just getting a chance to DJ, and exposure meant something to me back then.
0: Well, I until mean, I was burnt 100% of the time. Yeah, well, burnt,
1: not burnt, not burnt. They got what they wanted, and I just didn't know better.
0: Yeah, um, yeah I mean, exposure's good if you're starting out. But after a while, it's like, okay, I kind of need some bank to come into. Right, 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 right,
1: right, right, right. It's kind of like, I mean, not to jump the gun, but like, Mm -hmm. I used to shoot a lot of, like, portraits, I used to shoot a lot of weddings, and people would pay me nothing or change. And... Three months ago, I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing any free work ever. Hmm. And I said no, and I lost all my cheap clients. And then a lot of paying clients came, and they would pay me way – exactly what I said. And then I was like, shit, I should charge more. So I would, like, double what I charged the last person. And they're like, oh, that's it? And I'm like, fuck. So then I would triple it from that first one, and they keep paying. And I'm like – You got to just keep on
0: – yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm on to something. I'm on something. Yeah. I need to actually, like, charge people because I think it puts this value to something. mm so with DJing, I didn't see the value in me playing music, other people's music for an hour. Right. So I never, never felt comfortable charging for it. Whereas now, with me being there, giving my time, no insurance on my camera, my equipment, I've got to shoot, I've got to edit. I think there's a value behind that, and oh, then yeah. that's where I finally found my my niche.
0: Yeah, yeah, and so that's that's good. So you you do photography as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So. um I've seen your your Instagram and man, like you got some you you definitely have skill in that regard. I'll I'll give you that. Um, appreciate it, man. Yeah,
1: appreciate I, I it. I mean,
0: I I have some friends back home in Texas. Um, they're mm. a married couple and they they started their own photography business, but they shoot weddings only. I believe. Okay. They're like engagements and weddings and families and stuff. So that's their great money. Yeah, yeah, that's their great money. They. they They've, you know, their business is really successful, you know, and but they're they're good at it. So if you if you're really good at a skill, yeah, you have to monetize that, you know. And it seems like seems like you're you're doing the right thing. Just keep asking, (laughs) keep asking for more until someone goes, you know, like that, and then you're like, okay, I think I've hit the, you know, but I've never hit it in the last three
1: months, man. Like I, I, well, okay, um, I recently did like a drone shoot, and I, I. I told them what I would get based off of like this Google mm-hmm. rudimentary Google search of what I should make for what type of shoot I was doing. And what I quoted them, they paid me like 500 bucks less than that. Okay. But it was more than I would have got had I been sitting here on my ass playing video games.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And it was a fun shoot. I got to meet some creative people. It was fun, connections. They like my work. They like working with me. It's going to lead to more work when they've got clients that pay more money because they don't know anybody else who shoots with a drone who's bilingual yeah,
0: yeah so drones in Japan that's a uh, that's kind of a interesting issue is it not um it oh. was
1: and I was a bit surprised uh, doing my research because uh, one of the shots they wanted was a very not super legal shot okay and not super not illegal to the fact that like you would go like "Yo, I should be thrown in jail for this but it was just <laughs> there's a Japanese law that's super super strict and I shouldn't do it, but they wanted me to fly over a basketball court in Yoyogi Park. And in Japan, you can't fly drones over any park in the whole country. It doesn't matter what park it is. It doesn't matter where you're at. So um, I was willing to do it if we can kind of see there's nobody around, if the client was okay with it, and they were okay with it. Yeah. But when we were on our way to Yoyogi Park, the uh, person we were supposed to shoot canceled, so that didn't happen.
0: Yeah, this is all allegedly, you know.
1: So. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't do it, so there's no.
0: Oh yeah. okay. I, I would never yeah. do it in the next time either. Oh, so. Of course, of course not, right? Who would do um, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like uh, I live, like just next to a a big park in town, and every every park here has you know the sign: no drones, no right, um, no motorized whatever. You know, so um, right. and I don't know if you've you heard about this issue um some some dude got in trouble, some uh, YouTuber got in trouble for putting, like, a GoPro on a sushi conveyor. Yeah, thing. that shit's stupid, dude. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that shit's
0: stupid. But you know yeah. why it's stupid? He's the
1: third person to fucking do it. Yeah. The first person who did it went viral. The second person who did it was cool. The
0: mm-hmm. third
1: guy who did it got fucking busted. That doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I think the one, the, the most recent one that went viral, he, he actually got in trouble for it, and it got taken down off of YouTube. So... Um, Which, but I, I, it's I like, know.
1: I mean, I wouldn't do that. No lie, I would never do that. Yeah, just I think I, I have a sense of like boundaries. I know what I shouldn't.
0: Well, you probably shouldn't do. You're messing with people's food. You know, I mean, that's yeah! there's, there's sanitary issues behind that. You know.
1: Right, but, right, 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 right,
0: right. Now, now the drone thing that came around that came about because didn't. Somebody land a drone on the Emperor's house or something like that? Uh, yeah. So
1: what they did, they landed a they had a drone that had um, toxic waste, I want to say, on Abe, Shinzo Abe, who's the Prime Minister of Japan's, um, mm. one of his offices. Okay. And that caused like a big uh, buzz because Japan is pretty much, if we don't know about it, the answer is no. Right. Until yeah. things get big. And you know that, come on. Yeah. yeah. Um, but abe who was a target of this attack um, I'm putting up quote fingers you can't see that in the audio but yeah. um, who was a, a, a target of this attack he's now a very big uh, proponent for drones like he's he's making things more lenient he's slowly making it more okay to use drones
0: right and okay. he's
1: trying to put more um, money and not money but he wants more Japanese companies to like develop drones because right now China like dominates with DJI. DJI is one of the biggest and best like drone makers. My drone is a DJI. Right. Um, but um, he wants there to be like more rules as long as there's safety and regulation, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. But um, that initial shock scared the shit out of everybody. And I don't know if you heard of what happened last Halloween. The guy who had the drone that had candy in it. Did you hear
0: about that? No. No. What? What oh, happened this, was with this? St- yeah.
1: stupid as shit. He created this, like, mechanism that he put on his drone where he presses a button and it drops candy over a bunch of kids yeah. in a park. <coughs> yeah, that, that can't go wrong at all, can it? So, <laughs> Kids, drones, okay? Yeah. And, like, the candy f- like came out, the mechanism, when it made the lever go up, the lever, why is that lever? The lever go up, it hit the (laughs) propeller, and then, like, the drone just crashed into the ground.
0: Oh, shit. Nobody got hurt. Okay.
1: But there's video of this because it was Halloween, and a bunch of kids were just, like, looking up at this drone, dropping candy on them, and of course the parents were shooting video of it, and it crashed, but there was really no fallout from that, which I think is fair.
0: Yeah. That
1: guy's an idiot. Not drones. That guy's an idiot.
0: Right, yeah, And, and it's funny that it's, like, they blame... The drones for the issue, and not the person doing it. You know, right, 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 it, it, right, right. It's right. like um, the place. The gun issue it, in America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's that, that's. <laughs> the issue, gun line, right? <laughs> um, but it's also like the the crackdown here about the the meme puku the um, uh, like Airbnb type stuff. You know. Yeah. It's,
1: oh, dude. Like oh my, man.
0: The mansion I live in, they. Um, for, for those unfamiliar mansion doesn't mean a, a giant right, right. rich house it's uh dude like, your uh, house looks
1: massive man you live in a mansion that's dope
0: yeah, well <laughs> i mean for where i live it's actually quite nice i got a pretty good deal where i'm at but the the building i live in mm-hmm. um it's all like each room is privately owned by people right okay. so, oh shit yeah um but the the management uh this past june put up a a little sign that said there are no it's absolutely forbidden to do uh, Airbnb. Airbnb type shit in, in this place according to this regulation and yeah so yeah. it's a uh, I mean that to me I don't I don't really see an issue with there there's a guy upstairs that runs a business out of out of his you know so and he, he's only there like once a week anyway okay so yeah. I mean why not, you know, but, it right, is um, yeah, I, I can, I mean, I can, I guess I can understand if you don't know who's coming into these buildings. And then there was the issue with like some, some killer, some foreign, uh, killer. Did you not hear about that? I, where was it? Oh, I, it, I don't know. It wasn't in Kanto area. It wasn't, I think it was like central or West Japan. Um, oh, shit. Osaka maybe. Um, but anyway, it was this American guy, no, or a Russian guy. Mm-hmm. American Russian guy. Um, his name was Russian, but I think he's from New York. Anyway, okay. he, he came. He came to Japan, and he was staying in one of these Airbnbs, and he would lure women to his his place. And I think one or two of them he he killed. You yep. know. Yeah, yeah. It sounds familiar.
1: It sounds familiar now. Yeah, yeah. It sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. Again, stupid people. Make certain laws and rules go into place where all of us innocent people
0: yeah.
1: suffer as a result. But it's it's weird. Like um, without going into too much detail, and this might actually come up later on throughout. But uh, I recently had a friend visit who is one of the initial investors in Airbnb, and Airbnb paid for him to come out to Japan, and mm-hmm. he was like half impressed, half disappointed with Airbnb in Japan. But this is before those rules went into place right so i mailed him like dude shortly after you left like airbnb or i'm sorry japan made this mm-hmm. huge thing that fuck, kind of fucked you guys over here yeah and he was like yep i'm glad i went before then <laughs> so the timing was a little bit awkward but um yeah yeah it's it's
0: it's ah uh... anyways anyways but, but... <laughs> The same thing with Uber man. Like Uber is regulated just to Tokyo and like one little small town in, near Kyoto and it's not even the same sort of service, you know. It's... They recently
1: um they recently had their Osaka launch. The only reason I know that, a girl that I matched with on Tinder works for Uber okay. and she went to the Osaka launch I wanna say two and a half months ago. Okay. So they had their big like Osaka I don't know if it's Kansai, but it was definitely Osaka, mm-hmm. and it's not Uber Eats. It was just Uber itself, because Uber Eats is just starting to like really pick up here in Tokyo.
0: Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Um, you guys have it up there? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, I've I've downloaded the apps and nothing comes up. So <laughs> I, I tested. Probably. It out. Yeah. I, when I, every time I go back to the states, I end up using Lyft anyway, just because it's cheaper it than too. Uber. But um, and every every driver I've had has been really cool. So. Ditto, ditto, I, but, ditto. Man, if if that were if the regulations and the taxi companies would just chill out here you know like that would be a great part time work to do you know Dude, not only
1: that but it was just like I'm I'm really big on like if I'm out drinking with my friends I'm super anal about getting my last train since I've been at this apartment I moved here on uh, May 1st I've never had to take a taxi to get to this apartment I'm super big on like if I'm not out all night I want to get home on time like i want to get my last train
0: yeah
1: but do i really want to no mm-hmm. do i have to yes yeah. if i could just grab an uber and it didn't cost me a little bit less than the taxi and taxis in the city are super expensive i would be using uber all the time like i can pull up my app and just say hey pick my drunk ass up from shibuya and get me home here i might be set like but the fact that it's a little bit less than taxis, if they're even available. There's no point in having a service
0: here. Well, um, I I noticed, I have this app called Japan Taxi, and they're implementing a GPS like service, like Uber, where you can see the little cars driving around. So I they're I think they're okay. taking the Uber model, model. And, they're, and they're trying to implement it. Um, I don't know how well it works with. I think it's only certain taxis here, but okay, uh, at least up here, I don't. Know, I'm sure Tokyo has them too, but. Um, mm-hmm. more people drive up here uh, but there's um, Daiko services are really popular up here do you, do you know that- basically Daiko just means like a uh, replacement way so you call this company and um, the Daiko car comes with two dudes and one of them is gonna follow you you get in your car and one of the guys drives your car for you back to your home
1: ah so like if you're too like drunk Drunk,
0: right right i think they have that
1: um in america if i'm not mistaken but like me not driving in tokyo i've never like even considered that option like if you drive you don't drink yeah tokyo pretty much that's it i mean that's how it is all over
0: this country is like it's like zero tolerance for drinking driving right 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 i mean of course it happens Mm -hmm.
1: but i mean like tokyo it's super convenient here dude like yeah. there's a train that goes everywhere like I live one minute from my fucking station yeah, so you, you
0: don't need a car in Tokyo no, you know no, that, you don't it, you know. If, if I lived there I would I would maybe get like a, a bike like a scooter or something just right, right, for, right, right, for right easy right, right, right. ease but because before I got my car that's what I drove around was a little Honda scooter you have a car? yeah yeah I've been driving shit. I've been driving for about five years now. Mm-hmm. no way mm-hmm. when I was with one of my ex-girlfriends
1: we had a car Uh she didn't have a license but I used my uh, international license um, maybe a little bit more than I should have <laughs> um, but we used to do Costco runs every month and I would drive and I'm like here I am driving with this temporary license and I've never been in an accident I can follow the rules because it's like if the light's red you don't go if yeah. the light's blue yeah. you go yeah. and I don't understand why I can't just transfer my American license you, to that
0: you can It just it, you have at least up here you <clears> have <throat> to go through a lot of red tape and, and really b- and bullshit actually from what I've heard Tokyo is one of the easiest places to convert your license so that's uh, weird because uh,
1: like I have a friend that is bitching every other week mm-hmm. on Facebook about like they fucked me over again I couldn't get my license again I don't know it might be him shit it might be he could but he could be a bad that's driver, interesting but
0: I could be yeah I, I'm a I wouldn't say I'm a, I'm a perfect driver I've only had okay. one accident in my entire life that was my fault. Oh. And that that was just a few years ago when I was visiting in America. Um, okay, it, it okay, was, okay. It was clearly my fault, but um, other than that, I'm, I'm usually a really careful driver. Okay. Um, okay. But okay. Tochigi, where I live, is one of the – the I think they're the most strict prefecture for, for getting driver's licenses for both Japanese and foreigners because – Tochigi's been known to be the having the worst drivers in Japan. Dude, so yeah. everybody I talk to says that's Nagoya. Really, I'm sure. I think every prefecture... Funny. <laughs> I'm sure every says they're the worst, right? Yeah.
1: yeah, but but it's funny because like all Americans say like Californians were the worst drivers, and then I lived in Nagoya, and they're like, oh, Nagoyas are the worst. Or Nagoyans are the worst drivers. I was like, have I ever lived anywhere that has good drivers?
0: Man, like. At least a few years ago, they used to on the road signs here. They used to say like, "There are this many auto accident deaths this year. Let's let's get this number down to this." You know, so they right, would advertise right. how many people were killed in auto accidents Shit. every year, and and that was part of it. But for me, I, I'll do a. Um, I'm going to actually do a video about um, my process of going through getting my license here. Because because oh, okay. I didn't have to go the Japanese way, which a lot of people do, but that cost a lot of money. Okay. Um, okay. My way was I converted my American license, my Texas license, to a Japanese license. Okay. And what what I to to just make it brief, what I had to do was I had to get my license translated at like the so, JAF J J A F. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah had to get it translated there and then like I, the
1: Japanese AAA I don't know if anybody besides yeah, yeah. this one know yeah the Japanese AAA
0: pretty much that's that's what it is had to get it translated okay and then, then I had to go to the the prefectural um, driving center which okay. even to renew your license just just a heads up for everyone in Japan if you think the DMV is bad in America you have okay. to spend an entire day at a Japanese <sighs> DMV pretty much but um, anyway I, I had to go there and I had to get all this paperwork and because i was i guess the first texan in Tochigi to to get my license they're like well we need all this extra paperwork (laughs) can you get it to us i said okay sure so i did i had to go above and beyond what is normal and get all this kind of paperwork and they said can we keep this because we don't have any records so we need we would like to keep your records as an example I was like, no, I was like, way. Okay. and I'm thinking I'm being super cooperative with these guys and giving right. them all this stuff. I'm like, okay, this is going to give me brownie points of them. It doesn't, <laughs> um, of course like, not. there, there was even first one, lot. one time where I had to ride with this guy who was doing, um, uh, he was a Japanese guy. Usually they don't put you with the Japanese drivers, uh, cause it's okay. different, different tests, but they put me with the Japanese guy driving and he was going off course and driving through town, but this was his first time behind the wheel. And he was driving in the wrong lane, going into oncoming traffic, and I'm like, no. I'm in the back, like, having a heart attack, you know? No, and, dude. And, and I had to do my driving test right after that. <laughs> and and I look you at passed. no, they failed me. Oh fuck! And I was like, Are you shitting me, dude? You know? The, the, after this guy. Yeah. The the one day, I think the day that I passed, there was actually ice on the track. So no I'm like, if way. I'm not gonna pass after this fuck you, you know? (laughs) Right, 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 right. But there was, there was a guy who, um, I'd seen him there a lot with, like, he, I guess a company hires him to help their workers pass the test, like truck drivers or something. And, um, I, I guess all the, all the workers were either from Pakistan or like Brazil or Philippines or like, um, for, because, Believe it or not, there are some countries that Japan is biased towards if you're trying to get a driver's license here. America oh. America is one of them because really? each state has different laws,
1: <laughs> right?
0: If you're Canadian, even though they drive on the same side of the road as Americans do, they have all the same standard standardized laws in Canada, so they get it passed. All they have to do is translate their license and boom, you're done. You don't even have to take a driving or written test. Fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it, sorry to all my Canadian friends, but, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that sucks. But um, it took me several times, um, and one time they failed me because I looked too many times at the at the they call it midoshi warui, which is like a, a, a tea stop where it's a wall and you have to like inch forward and kind of stretch your neck and look. They said, You, you yeah. look, you're supposed to look three times and you looked four times, and that shows that you're not confident enough. I'm like, Yeah, whatever, that's just yeah. an excuse. But, but anyway, the guy that eventually I, – I kept seeing him there. Apparently, he used mm-hmm. to work there, and he retired and got this other job. And before my test, uh, my mm-hmm. last test, he, he was looking at me, and he goes, congratulations. And I said, what? I haven't, how do you know? I haven't even passed my test. I haven't even taken my test. And he goes, congratulations. And then sure enough, <laughs> I was one of only two or three people who passed that day. And he said, what would I tell you? And then Holy you, shit. usually they give these, like, have you seen those green and yellow magnets on cars? Yeah, 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 that, that yeah. That signifies yeah, 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 beginner, yeah. right? He's like, you right. he's like, I know you've been driving for 11 years before you even come here, like, you don't even right. need this, it's like, you're you're good. And I'm like, then why <sighs> the hell did you guys fail me so many times? Right, right, it's, right, it's right, to the why today? Yeah, it's to get the money. And But luckily, course, it's, of course, of course. mine was cheap, I mean, I, I still took the test several times, but... It was only like two thousand two hundred yen per test. That's so, fucking cheap, dude. Yeah, I expected yeah. way more. Japanese people have to go through like a thousand question test, and like they have to pay like two or three thousand dollars worth. You know. So um, I've heard.
1: Yeah, it's. And that's why I don't have one, dude. Because not, I would love to rent a car so I can go to Costco or like yeah. IKEA. Like there's car rental places all around me.
0: The truck. But I whatever. don't have a license. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, man. I that, I yeah. would I would. Suggest that you at least try the method that I did. I hear it's okay. actually easier for Tokyo people like I've heard Americans ah. getting it on their second try first or second try. So, no way mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna give it a try I need to get that info from you because yep. uh, I I would benefit highly Having a license like yep. I said for those Costco uh, those Costco runs?
0: Yeah, man, it was five years ago. So I, I actually have to remember what all I did But it was ah, uh, okay. yeah, that's no, good. It's
1: good. I'm yeah. a patient guy.
0: Yeah, yeah but it's worth yeah, it, yeah. especially like here. What's really cool is, <coughs> sorry, that's all right. Uh, Japan has these um, car rental places where you don't, you you just like walk up to the car in the parking lot, and you dial a number and like through some GPS satellite thing, it unlocks the car and you can just get in and drive. And then there's when, one up the street for me. Yeah, and there's, then it's right up the street for me, dude. When you're done, you just park it at either that parking space or another one Anywhere, close by, yeah. and then it charges like your credit card or whatever is attached to your phone or if it's attached to your phone it'll charge you on your phone bill you know right yeah, and like, man that's so convenient if you're out of yeah. town or something you don't have to go to like what what is a car rental place uh, enterprise or something like right right might, you right know? right 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 so
1: I forgot like that Japanese one like I know the logo is like yellow and black I can't remember it's like a pretty
0: fast track well, no. or racetrack or something yeah is that it? track, Maybe it's different. Track twenty. That that's what's up here. But uh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. It's
1: this really well-known company that started that, uh, that service in particular. But mm-hmm. yeah, I've seen it, and I've had friends and I've been with them when we use it to like drive down to the beach and we drop it down in a uh, Yokohama and then we just take the train back up to Tokyo or yeah
0: yeah
1: because we're too drunk or whatever <laughs> yeah you don't want so to So I def- definitely don't want to do that as foreigners because we're mm-hmm. going to set the tone yeah yeah I don't want that
0: but yeah like. Living up here, um, mm. like especially my job right now, I I have to do uh, pickups and stuff. So I, I kind of okay. yeah I kind of actually need a car to drive around. Okay. So um, it's not bad though. It gives you so much free freedom. You know, like mm. oh I want to go to the mountains or I want to go to Costco or like you said, you know I want to do this. Mm. Okay, I can just hop in my car and go. You know. So.
1: Driving is my therapy and it's one of the biggest things I miss about like not being back home in California Like as much as our traffic sucks in California. I love being in a car like few albums You just listen to with the windows down. I don't get that here. I'm on a train with a bunch of people and on All like I, I have to take the Yamanote line to get to work every day and it's one of the busiest lines in Tokyo So yeah, yeah. I miss being in a car by myself just blasting music
0: yeah, man, it's great. Like, I I I finally got Apple Music a few months ago, and I just download yeah. a bunch of stuff and just I <laughs> I hook it straight. At, I I need actually the default speakers in my car are actually not bad, but I'm gonna try and pimp out my uh, my speakers. You know, just to Shit, get some dude. some nice sound. You know, good bass. No, yeah. you have to. We're
1: we're American. That's what
0: we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to to ask you. Um, that you're you're pretty happy-go-lucky, upbeat guy. Mo- I'd say j- so. Just, I'd say that's so. the vibe you give off. And, no, I'd um, say so. But what have you found to be like the most challenging thing of living in Japan? Oh, yeah. the
1: dishonesty of Japanese people.
0: Okay, expand on that. I'm interested to hear about that.
1: I, uh, so here's a big thing like, um,. Let me rewind that a little bit. So if if it wasn't heard, I said the dishonesty of Japanese people. Mm -hmm. But if I go a little bit, maybe to the side of it, um, if you haven't lived in Japan, you've only really heard of the stereotypes of Japanese people are hardworking and they're very kind and they're very polite. But um, a lot of that is face value. It's like um, if you talk to company staff, they're going to be – absolutely polite to you because that's their job and they're paid for that it's their culture to always be like a service right um you can get the same thing almost anywhere in asia but japan gets all the credit for it but when you actually like live here um employers friends uh, boyfriend girlfriend husband wives uh, honesty is one of these things that's very fluid It works to the person that's being the least honest. And it's been a very common theme with just me witnessing my friends' issues, uh, my personal issues, whether it's work or relationships, or friends' relationships or work. And it's just a very common thing to the point where I've built up this really semi-needed wall um, when it comes to a lot of situations. But I've become a little bit more cynical just because of all of the lack of honesty or the lack of sharing hmm. very important information like oh thanks for telling me eight months later that you have a kid um personal experience wow, uh thanks, really? thanks yeah. for telling me three weeks later that you have a husband and a boyfriend but you're you're at my apartment so um,
0: you're like the the side side person or something the like? side side guy yeah that's yeah. Oh, don't love man. my husband but i like my boyfriend my boyfriend doesn't have
1: enough time but you're free tonight and I find that out eventually, so I've uh, been there, the done that, but the, it's,
0: the kid, though, eight months, is that what you said, eight months, yeah, that's nuts, dude, how, how can yeah. someone not share that information for eight months,
1: oh, that was a long story, it was, uh, I met yeah. her on a dating site, and I said, like, I don't want to date single mothers, I was, like, 28, 29, yeah. but she was easily, no lie, to this day, she's the best girlfriend I've ever had, and she's also the most attractive girlfriend I've ever had and will ever have.
0: I think I remember so I gave her, seeing her. You Maybe right. remember her. She yeah. was really
1: tall, half Korean, half Japanese.
0: Yeah. She, she was but, like a, a 10 almost. She, she, I'd, she give looked, her, she, I'd,
1: I'd give her look-wise that, personality-wise. Yeah. She was like a 9 out of 10. She wow, was man. super confident, super fun, lived in New York for a long time. Yeah. She was like one of the first, if not the first Hooters girl in this country. But um, I was too selfish. I, I couldn't juggle... The daughter who idolized me, hmm. and her, and then if if I could do it all over, I would have never ended it. But I was just too.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: but anyways, like that whole thing, like if she told me up front, we probably would have never dated, and I would have been able to experience what it'd be like to date her.
0: That's true. But, but still, <laughs> that's, the that's, honesty, the honesty thing, though. You know, how can you really trust someone who doesn't tell you such a vital component?
1: I gave birth know? to this human being that I'm not going to tell you about. Yeah. Like, for me, that was a little bit... uh, And it just made me, like, value honesty and and trust. But then it's like, okay, are they being... Okay, they'll tell you some, like, really, like, deep shit, but I always have this, like, doubt, like, is there more? Hmm. Because of all... Again, it's not just me getting all this, like, felt experience. I have friends whose wives have boyfriends, and they find out, like, the hard way. I have friends whose husbands have... And they're sleeping with their coworkers, and they find out the hard way. Like, it works both ways. It's not an all guy thing, an all girl thing. Mm. Um, but I've noticed that people, the concept of love here is very different from maybe us Westerners. Yeah, I think yeah. we have a very romantic idea of what love and a relationship should be. Whereas in Japan, love and a relationship is a duty.
0: Yeah, um, I've, I've, I've heard from friends that uh, infidelity is quite. it's a lot more common than people think here but the divorce rate
1: is is much lower here I mean it's low because because they stay together the wives can't do anything they're housewives they can't support themselves
0: yeah I've heard from um, (coughs) just from friends you know they say that like the the woman will say if my husband has a girlfriend on the side as long as I don't know about it and he's happy and he and he doesn't come home complaining then I don't care right but if, he, right. but if I found out about it, yeah, I'll be pissed. I'm like, yeah, but... Which doesn't make any fucking sense, right? No, it's right. like... it's. Still... Hold on one second. I okay. want to turn off...
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep. My air conditioner got too cold. Sorry about that. I'm okay. back.
0: Yeah, I've been running mine a lot recently, too. It's uh, It's been a hot summer this year. <sighs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's I keep it on the timer for like two hours when I go to sleep. But like last night, I forgot it. So my air conditioner was on from... 10 p.m. till 8 a.m. And oh, I yeah. absolutely... Yeah, yeah, It happens, but, yeah. but... But yeah, dude, that's, like, just this is a big thing. Like, you know, of course, you know, I'm not, like, a perfect person. I do get that. Um, but I, I have to say, you know, I'm, I'm, I turned 37 this year. If I was in America, I probably would have, like, a wife and kids. Right. But seeing what marriage life is here, like, I I know very few happily married people here. Hmm. And honesty and infidelity is almost like the center of every failed. I don't want to say failed because they're still married, Mm -hmm. but there's no love. And the kids grow up in this house where the parents despise each other. Like, my parents, you know, my parents divorced and I never got to see and don't know why. And I I respect and love my mom and dad because they decided to end that. But they're like, oh, let's stay together for the kids. I'm like, "Uh, I kind of think you're staying together for the wife who gave up the work life to be a mom mm-hmm. and cannot really find a job because of this huge sexism of Japan.
0: yeah or yeah.
1: her own desire to not even want to work yeah but yeah. they stay for that because a husband's going to pay because also the whole honor thing because if we say that we're getting a divorce mom and dad are like oh my god mm-hmm. my son daughter is a failure so um but the dishonesty thing isn't only relationship based you know when it comes to work When it comes to promising people something that you're going to get this, you're going to get this, and you don't. I had a previous employer promise me a raise, and I was going to become a seishine, which is like a full-time employee, Mm -hmm. not a contractual employee. I didn't get it. I didn't get it at all. So um, if you look at Japan on a service level, if you're here on vacation, Japan's great. Because you don't understand a language, you don't understand a culture, you don't have to deal with it. When you live here and you've got to get a job, when you live here and you want to have a relationship – Again, not—it's not like I never speak in I never say, even if I use the word all or everyone. Um, there's a lot of stories I have of the system of work, relationship, friendships failing. Mm-hmm. Compared to I think back home where I felt people are way more upfront. Yeah. If I like you, I like you. If I don't like you, I don't like you, and you know it, and you don't have to waste time and invest anything into that.
0: I think I think it is a cultural thing. You know, Americans will tell you their opinion, and yeah. uh, ma- many Japanese—not all, of course—but many of course, Japanese of course, never speak definite. Keep, yeah, right. keep, they keep it to themselves because they don't want to disrupt the 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 the, wa, the peace of of the right. You so, know, uh, yeah, that's that's what right. you hear a lot. Um, right, and that's hmm. why
1: I I don't want to say this is an excuse, but that's it is a huge reason why I love drinking. In this country because that's when you get like a Japanese person at their most honest
0: yeah Mm
1: -hmm. when uh, you get them a bit inebriated and they're open and they're fun you know I have a lot of friends who are super crazy and they don't need alcohol I get that again but um in this culture where people are quite reserved until they get a few drinks in them um, that's when you get them at their most honest and that's when my problems my major issues with the country Mm -hmm. are gone they're alleviated
0: yeah yeah yeah, you know, I, I've said this before, you know, no place is, is perfect, you know, every oh, every place, every country, every culture has its good and bad points, you know, so. Pros and cons. Yeah. That's
1: why it's weird, like, when I when I meet Japanese people who idolize America, I was like, live there. <laughs> go somewhere besides Hawaii. And you'll see.
0: It, it's weird, though, every, you know, and it's not the same for everybody, but all the ones that I've met that have lived in America and back, they, they always say, oh, I, I want to go back. I want want to I want to live there again because they it it is a bit more relaxed the societal pressure is not there that's one negative aspect of Japan is the the pressure that Japanese people feel being Japanese we don't really get that because we're always going to be the the outsider here you know so right
1: right so I love that I kind of love Mm -hmm. being on the outside and that's even you know me being back home I love being on the outside but you get like I meet people you know I do a lot of like online dating and then you meet girls who are just like hate Japan and blah 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 and I'm like well two reasons A you don't really know what it's like to live abroad versus like being a student abroad or vacationing abroad mm-hmm. B you're a woman in a country that's super sexist
0: yeah
1: and like it's unfortunate I wouldn't want to be a Japanese woman in Japan I totally I've been seen to prove there's no Major benefit if you're a super attractive woman you get a rich husband and you don't want to work or if you do He won't make you work, but I I don't really see any high There's no support for Women especially women who want to have kids and continue to work here. Yeah, so like Going straight to it like sexism in this country is ridiculous. So I I wouldn't want to be a woman in this so I do get them idolizing abroad
0: yeah yeah, I do get it. Yeah, um, that that is definitely an issue, and you know, you see it. it it's very casual here too. Like, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's just the the casual sexism um, well, here, it's You know, even quite blatant. You know,
1: in the past, like, say, well, there was a period of within thirty days, I had two friends get groped. That happens and a lot Two, here, fe- yeah. two female friends, mm-hmm. and. It destroyed their sense of safety and I was like fuck the guys who went and did that because you've now changed this woman for the rest of her life yeah. and I really really it, like it's every girl I've talked to outside of which is funny like my ex-girlfriend and her sister
0: mm-hmm.
1: has been groped that's a disgusting like number like it's ridiculous all, that
0: all of my exes here have me and just very casually you know like the the topic was brought up and i said has that ever happened to you they go yeah yep I'm like really he goes yep. yep and i said and I, like they're not a, they're not okay with it but they just of course not for, course course for, for them it's just that's what happens if you're a woman right <laughs> you know that's bullshit like like one of, one of my exes she said that she was she was just sitting on a train and there was this, you know, those trains where the, the seats kind of face each other a bit. Okay. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a guy a few rows down and he had like a bag of chips and, he, and she thought he was just eating the, this bag of chips. So she didn't think anything of it. But she heard like the, the the chip bag kind of going, ch- 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 you know, like making noise. And she's like, man, that dude must be hungry. And she looks over and he has like the chip bag over his dick and he's like, jacking. no. <laughs> yeah. and, she, and all she did, she like, she wasn't this she wasn't groped at this point, but... Right, right, right. right it was right, only right, right. her and this guy in this in this entire train card, so she just stands no, up, dude. walks out. Yeah, she's like, mm-mm, not doing this. But it's, it's
1: this. one of those things, like, okay, me not being, like, a sexual predator, how do you get off to that? Putting your dick in a fucking, like, potato chips bag, like, that's not exciting to anybody, any normal person. Like, yeah, yeah. grabbing a girl who doesn't want to be grabbed, that's not exciting. There's no excitement in that. Like, I don't yeah. fucking get the mentality of... the and it's rampant here, like correct me if I'm wrong where did we have that many like groping issues in America? We don't have trains in California, so
0: we I don't think it's so much groping groping issues um but but then I mean, again, we
1: have full on rape in America yeah. so I mean not like it doesn't happen yeah. here, but I mean, but like, like the groping in a public place,
0: yeah, but at the same time, you'll see women walking by themselves here without yeah, yeah, yeah. without really there's not really a worry that they'll be attacked on the street yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, when in America it doesn't matter what town you're in it could be a small town women don't walk alone you know like they exactly, either, they, exactly they either exactly. have their their other girlfriends or, or a male their brother their boyfriend or, or, or somebody right to, to right, walk them right. at uh, at night you know uh, daytime is usually fine but at night time you never see at least I've right. never seen a woman walk by herself because it's Back just home? yeah
1: never so, never dude mm. and i'm like i'm a six foot one like black dude and i'm like big like i've never had like a japanese woman look intimidated by me in my 12 years here yeah. on a dark street and like i'm sitting here like holding a can of alcohol like i could be whatever and i've i've had girls walk right next to me and they're no issue i've had girls walk towards me and they don't yeah. even take a second look they're not even like married into their phone they're just yeah. like it's it's not a threat, whereas back home, you know, I'll have people walk their doors and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like,
0: they'll go day across day. the street and walk a different... Right, right, yeah, right, right, know, right, right, right,
1: yeah. right, right. Like, I don't ever feel that, like, oh, like, I'm a threat to any right here.
0: Now, I, I get stared at, but that's a different uh-huh. than, I mean, it's just because I'm a, I'm i I'm six foot three, you know. So we're, <laughs> okay, okay. If, you, if you're a tall foreigner here, you're going to get right. looked at, you know, it doesn't matter, but it's not a case of of apprehension or anything, it's just no, you're, no, you're, no, a curi- no. you're a curiosity. Just because you you stand you out, got
1: green skin and wings, yeah. it's no different.
0: Yeah, exactly. You,
1: you stand out compared to the norm.
0: Yeah, so like in took that's
1: a re- that's one reason. Like for me, Tok, uh, I'm sorry, Nagoya was like this uh, city of extremes. Like, I was either mostly overly loved mm-hmm. by unknown people, or I was hated against. For being American like if my skin color didn't matter it was like for being American and those are like a few instances where people would come up and like shout at me because of my bombs that Wow, none of nobody I've I never know. had that ever in Nagoya. I've had it two or three times whereas in Tokyo I'm just another foreigner there's a ton of them here and I I, I people don't stare at me I don't get any like Unwanted attention, unless somebody wants to speak English to me. Hmm. Uh, but in Nagoya, it was like I was stared at. I had people coming up to talk to me because they love America, because they love hip hop, because they <laughs> hate America. There's all these different things, but there was never just like oh, there's a human being on a train with me. Yeah. There's a human being walking the street with me. Whereas Tokyo, I just mix into the, the the crowd, which I love. I love being nobody here. Yeah. I love. it.
0: Uh, how big is Nagoya? What, what's the population there?
1: Nagoya is the third largest city if you consider greater Tokyo, greater Tokyo, which is like Tokyo, Yokohama, hmm. uh, Chiba and Saitama. Uh, that's the greater Tokyo area with 36 million people, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Nagoya was number three behind Osaka.
0: Okay. Yeah, so, actually, greater Tokyo <coughs> ex- extends a little bit up into Tochigi. It's it's pretty oh, it big area. Oh, yeah. hey. So, it, not in Utsunomiya, but like the southern part of Tochigi Prefecture is considered greater Tokyo.
1: Didn't know that. Yeah. Where you know. Yeah.
0: Okay. But, Cause I like I live in
1: Tokyo proper, like I'm in like I, my address is Tokyo City, so oh,
0: okay. and it has
1: been for the last. But I've lived in Tokyo proper the last four years, I want to say. Right. So like, when all the numbers come up of just Tokyo itself, it's
0: 19 million, 18 million. That's crazy, dude. And, I, like, yeah. Greater
1: Tokyo is like the 36 million.
0: Utsunomiya. City proper is, I think it's shrinking. It's it's now about a little bit less than five hundred thousand people. No way, it's tiny here, man. But the greater Dude, I
1: see that many people in Shibuya every day. Right,
0: the <laughs> greater Utsunomiya area has like eight hundred, nine hundred thousand people, I think. But oh um, but it's funny because you you know Nagoya is so big, but in my ten years of being in Utsunomiya, I've not encountered the anti-American Japanese person. It's all, I, I like it, I said like two or three times for yeah me. yeah um, it's always just been like they'll stereotype they're like oh you like coca-cola you know like that, right. that baseball sort of hamburgers like, yeah, that sort of bullshit but it's never been okay. like or you know when I moved here it was uh, right when Obama was being elected and everyone okay. would, they would shout yes we can at me or something uh, like, oh, okay you think I didn't get that with my skin color come on dude, <laughs> dude I got that shit all did, the fucking time like who do you still get called Bobby here
1: Oh fuck yeah, dude! Yeah. And you'll see it on my Facebook. And every time it fucking happens, I announce it because I hate that shit. God, That's man. why I fucking left. That is ninety-five percent why I left Nagoya.
0: That must be annoying, dude. Cause, Does, uh, have you talked about
1: Bobby on your podcast yet? No,
0: no, I haven't. Um, if for those so, um for those unfamiliar, uh, please explain who this Bobby character is. So Bobby is he's Nigerian, right? I think so. Or he was so he's, he's he's Japanese he, he, he's no Japanese.
1: Japanese well yeah if you follow that
0: yeah.
1: train of thought <laughs> um, he's he's a Nigerian what you would call like a k1 fighter so he fights like mixed martial arts and or X. and he became a talent He's he's yeah. much famous for being famous he's a Japanese uh, Kim Kardashian without having sex with anybody <laughs> and um, he's a black guy on TV Mm-hmm. so I'm a black guy not on TV. I'm also much taller than Bobby, and I'm not as dark as Bobby because throughout my family there's been mixing, so I'm not super dark like he is. Right. But I get called Bobby because they don't know any other black person. And I take it as offensive because I think the dude is not attractive. I do think I am more attractive <laughs> than Bobby is. Right. But I get called Bobby all the fucking time when I lived in Nagoya. Yeah. In the Kanto area, and since I've lived here, it happens... Rarely, yeah. It doesn't. It, wow, I was gonna do. I was gonna pull a Trump. I was gonna say, it doesn't not happen. Yeah. Uh, it it does. It does. It it, it does happen, and mm. it's quite frustrating. But I'm all about like ignorant and like teach you if it's ever good. But I always get called Bobby when I'm like drunk and I'm not in a good mood. Oh, dude. That, that shit happens that, out of the blue. But I've
0: never gone off on anybody. I'm, I'm surprised. I don't know if I'd have the same patience as you if if that happened to me, man. I mean, for me,
1: today I have too much to lose.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have you too know, much to lose. if the longer you hear, the the more you accumulate in terms of not just stuff, but just, I mean, your life is here, you know. So you can't you can't risk going off like that, you know.
1: Twenty um, five year old me, when I came here, I would I would do something I regret. Yeah. To somebody who would go off if I understood the whole intention of what you're saying or just the reasoning I would be a lot I was a way more like hot-headed, but
0: yeah.
1: at my age and the amount I've been here I'm just like you literally Have never seen a black person in your life like if I think about it like the amount of people Who I am the first black person they will see in their life is stunning like yeah. in person off of TV like it's it's 99.9% Japanese people in the country and I'm like, in my company, the only black person, the only hundred percent black person in my company. Mm-hmm. That's not true. I'm sorry. We have quite a bit few Jamaicans. I'm the only full time. So if I think about it, like the students that are at my company, have never seen, you know, a black person. So I stand out, and I get it. I understand like ignorance versus racism. I don't. I've never experienced racism
0: right. from
1: a Japanese person.
0: Yeah.
1: From British people, that's a whole other story. Um, and Americans but i've never experienced it from japanese people and i just think it's the lack of Ex- exposure.
0: exposure yeah 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 lack of exposure um, that's it that, that's why they can get away with doing like blackface on tv here you know Dude. Like, like, i i can't imagine like <laughs> that that's it's, that's shocking but it's it doesn't come it from is, a place it's. of hate here though oh I mean, not, not at all, not at, thing, all you know? not
1: at all you know it's admiration but be it's, educated and just don't do
0: it anymore exactly it's like right just because you didn't mean ill will doesn't make it all right still, you know, right, 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 so, right, 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 but they, they you just get... don't have the culture behind it, you know of, of exactly, that America does, exactly. you know of course, of course, of course, and like yeah. I don't
1: growing up not in like like in a very like liberal state, hmm. I don't really have that much of a sensitivity, I, I grew up in a predominantly white and Hispanic neighborhood so I don't have like this like sensitivity to it, like my parents are both from the south, right. so but them living in California for a long time, like I don't have that huge, like, oh my god, don't say this, don't do this, don't do this, but then I have friends who are, so it's not all about me, it's about the general consensus, like, if it makes any group of people uncomfortable, like, don't, like, I'm a huge, huge supporter of, like, Koreans and Japanese people here, because I think if there's racism here, it's against Koreans and Chinese,
0: Yeah, and, like, the, 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 sorry to interrupt, but that, what I've seen is the, the most discrimination that Japanese will give is towards other Asians, Yep. You know, that's that's what I've seen anyway.
1: No, I, I absolutely uh, agree. And, like, it, you you probably know about me. Like, I absolutely love Korea. I go to Korea once or twice a year. I've yeah. got a shit ton of Korean friends. And, like, when I hear somebody say something bad about Korea, I'm just like, you need to read a history book and know why they have any animosity towards you. Yeah. And you hate them for something your parents told you. Yeah. And it's like they're, they're no different than me. And I'm not even Asian. Like, you've got to just... Open your eyes and know somebody before you hate them. So I'm really like a big proponent of that. Like, I guess racial minority here. I mean, I mm-hmm. you and I are way below Chinese and Koreans here. Yeah. Uh, number number wise, number wise.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Going back to like what you said about the driver's license, there are people who are more accepted here. Yes. We are we are higher up on that pedestal being that, American.
0: That's what I would say. There, there's not so much discrimination. It's just some some non-Japanese countries are giving are given more of a pass than others on certain things there you know yeah yeah you've got it easy (laughs) we've got it easy I I, I'm a minority here but I probably have the best status of a minority you know a white American you know so that's dude. uh, dude
1: I I'm from California and I went to school and went to college on the same street that Disneyland's on if you ask a Japanese person have you been to America yeah Disneyland Yep, I was right on the same street. So yeah. like I can't you can't really get much better unless you're from New York.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: So Well I get it,
0: dude. like for me it's like they say oh you're from Texas. They you know, they either say George Bush or right. Darvish. Well he's not even on Texas Rangers anymore. Right, uh, not anymore, right?
1: Yeah. Right. He's in California now.
0: Is, is he? I thought he was on Cubs? Is he on the Cubs?
1: I, really? Okay. I thought he went to the Angels or I might think oh I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, O-tani. sorry. Um I think it's Otani. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Otani's on an Angel. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. yeah. sorry.
0: I don't even watch baseball but because of Neither do I, but we live of, here and yeah, they go there, so because of fucking Darvish, I knew they what team he was on, you know, so <laughs> um but no, I mean I'll get like the stereotypical stuff, but other Americans think that shit about Texas too, so I'm I'm used right, to right, it, right, you right, know right, what I mean? Right, right, so, right, right. Like, so maybe um, an
1: American told them about he yeah told them that yeah. this is Texas, right? Yeah,
0: and, and I don't I mean I get it doesn't have the same sort of umph to me, but you know, like if someone stereotypes me, I'm just like, yeah, I've heard it before. It's not a, it's not a big deal to me. But, I mean, exactly. But you know, I've I've come. I don't know how it is in Tokyo, but there are are establishments here, bars or whatnot, that will say, you know, i, I they've they've gone away from using this 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 wording. But when I first came here, they would say like, no foreigners, or something okay. on, on the on the thing. And when I was first looking for my first apartment by myself not attached to any company i got turned down so much away and and the the person on the other end said yeah i don't have a problem renting out to foreigners but the owner just says no foreigners they don't want foreigners in their apartment and and, you know i know where it comes from i know it but i'm like I'm speaking Japanese to you. I've lived here for right. 10 years. Like, can't you right. make an exception for this? Yeah. Right, right, right.
1: I totally get it, dude. Can I get a small break? Because I have sure. a story related to that, but I want, like, I, I need to go to the restaurant.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, but I have a story about what you just said. Hold
0: on one second. Yeah. Sorry about this. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, the uh, the, the apartment thing was, was nuts. I, I would call so many different apartment places directly and i would be turned down and they they would tell me straight up to over the phone directly to me no we can't rent to you because you're not japanese and it's such a such a foreign concept to hear that sort of thing um and i get it i understand why there's they've had issues with Foreigners in the past who will come in and they'll party and they'll destroy parts of the apartment and they'll just up and leave or they'll they'll they won't pay the rent or you know because they're only here for a short amount of time and you know. All right. Sorry yeah. about that. No, I was just uh, I was talking about kind of the reason why a lot of uh, places don't rent rent to foreigners because they've been burned in the past by. F- flyjin, you know, like gaijin that oh, yeah. come in for a short time and, and right. are gone, you know, and don't, they skip out on rent or something like that.
1: And a big, so here's what I heard, um, so uh, back to the story that I kind of teased before I went to the restroom, yeah. again, sorry about that, um, so I, I recently moved in uh, May, I broke up with my girlfriend in April and I wanted to move out of that apartment. My previous apartment that I lived with her was, um... I could afford it, but why afford it when I can find something cheaper? Right. So I wanted to find something relatively that apartment size. It was a big apartment, and uh, where I live now is bigger and three hundred bucks cheaper. Okay. Um, well, so one a, of my that's
0: fr- a good uh, that's a good incentive to,
1: Dude, to switch, right? It's like four or five years older, but I don't care. But the Amer- the area is amazing. But anyways, um, so I, one of my friends, uh, he's an American guy who lives here. He's been here quite a bit. He's got his own company. He's mm-hmm. well established. He's got two cars, I want to say. Uh, He lives in this area, and through his company, he works with one of the real estate companies, and uh, he was like, hey, I'm gonna introduce some apartments to you. He worked with the real estate agents, and um, everything was good. You know, we found quite a few places, and one of the places that I really, 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 really loved were like, no foreigners, without even looking at me, without even hearing my name, nothing it was no foreigners Hmm. and he's he's a guy you know he's been here he's pretty no bullshit so he was like yeah you know it sucks that they fucking say that that's unbelievable your money is as green as you know a Japanese person's you speak Japanese you wouldn't cause them any issues and it reminded me of something that I learned is a big big reason when they say no foreigners it's typically to bar Chinese and Koreans Uh, Southeast Asian, so Vietnamese Thai, uh, and the biggest thing that fits a lot of people are people who don't speak Japanese. Okay. Because in that random chance there's an issue. Right. Like there's a fire or there's a complaint, they can't communicate. Yeah. Because people don't speak so much English here, even if it's Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I I I'm I'm hosting a barbecue on Sunday and like ninety eight percent of the people cannot speak a word of English. So Tokyo doesn't automatically equals English so you've got a lot of you know employers you've got a lot of uh, real estate agents and uh, owners of apartments that can't speak English you know the owner of my building here is the dude's got to be like 87 he's got to be right below 90 dude cannot speak a word of English but when I went to go sign it intimidated me because I was like oh shit here's this old Japanese dude I'm probably the first foreigner, but my first day here, dude helped me move shit in here. Yeah. He taught me how to lock the shutter that we have on my um, apartment. He's been super nice, and he's like one of the open type of people, but yeah. you get a lot of people that just foreigner automatically goes bad.
0: Yeah, I've, I've encountered two types of people up here in Utsunomia, um, mm. and the, I'll, I'll say the one that I encounter the least. The okay. type of Japanese person I encounter the least are the ones that try and use what stock English that they know, and they just assume that I can't speak Japanese, and they'll always get like the English menu and and everything. But ninety percent of the time, they just assume that I speak Japanese, and it's all Japanese from there. And I'm so appreciative right. of that because, you know, the other the other way just feels a little bit, um, uh, what's the word, patronizing, patronizing, right? right yeah. patronizing, yeah, yeah. And um, but I'm actually I'm glad that. A lot of the people here, they feel, you know, they can't speak any English, so they'll just—they're going off the assumption that I speak Japanese. And I find that more right. the longer I'm here. I think maybe it's just the way I carry myself, maybe or could be, could yeah. Be, could when be. I first came here, maybe I just gave off a vibe of like, Ooh, you know, I'm, <laughs> right? I don't speak know. the language, but, right? But now, like, I guess I'm just so casual with everything right. I do here that they just automatically assume okay this guy speaks Japanese so they won't even right. bother with the English they'll just it's all Japanese you know
1: that might so, be a very unique Utsunomiya thing because in you know. Tokyo and this isn't something that I'm going to take personal but I mean if any of your friends before you came to just Japan said I'm going to, I'm going to Japan where are they going
0: Tokyo but
1: right yeah so most of the people here are tourists hmm so that means they don't speak the language so a majority of shop owners a majority of restaurant owners are going to assume that you're a tourist i don't look japanese i don't look like i belong here right. they're going to assume i'm japanese unless i built a rapport i've got quite a few restaurants bars electronic shops that know me very well and yep. they see me and like i'm like family but when i first go somewhere i'm i'm an outsider and my name if i pronounce it you know japanese sounds like a japanese nickname
0: that's true and, yeah tomi right yeah
1: tomi so if i say like i'm making reservations and mm-hmm. i say tomi they, I get there and they expect a Japanese dude. Yep. They're like, no, 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 we don't have a reservation for you. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Actually, funny story. Yeah. Uh, this exact situation ruined my ex girlfriend's birthday surprise. Oh,
0: that sucks.
1: Last uh, <laughs> last year. Yeah. Uh, our last uh, birthday, her birthday together, we went to uh, Alice in Wonderland cafe. Mm-hmm. And not, uh, I went there and I made reservations for a cake and you know everything and we get there and the guy's like no sorry we're we're full and i'm like no i made a reservation he's like nope there's there's no tummy here and i was like all right well can we like wait and i was like no it's gonna be too full i was like all right we were 20 minutes early so we sat outside and she was like you know what you know we can just go somewhere else so i was like no 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 i made reservations here you know for you and i didn't tell her that i got her a cake yeah and it's like getting down to like, fuck. What do we do? We've been sitting here waiting for this long. And I was like, you know what? It sucks. I didn't want to tell you, but like, I made a reservation here because she she was uh, like the what, the Queen of Hearts for Halloween. Right. So that's the only reason I took her there. It was an easy decision. It was like a month before or a month after Halloween.
0: Yeah.
1: And time um, at a reservation comes up. And we're like we're sitting out there debating what to do. I get a phone call. I get a phone call from the guy who denied me saying, hey, you're not here, your reservation's for this time, when are you gonna show up? And I recognize the voice, because it's the guy that just said there's no reservation for Tommy. Mm -hmm. So I walk right up to the register, show him my phone, he's like, it's you, and I was like, "I." Fucking told you that yeah and my girlfriend was like ready to just like leave she's like fuck this place if they're gonna treat you like this and I was oh, like man. no I already ruined a surprise I told you that I got you a cake and all of this stuff registered I got us a course and all of this and like a bottle of wine let's just do it and yeah. let's never come here again <clears throat> if you guys never go to the Alice in Wonderland cafe <laughs> under Hulk in West Shinjuku because they're not gonna treat you and they're gonna ruin your girlfriend's birthday so oh, your man, ex-girlfriend's
0: birthday well, that sucks, dude. But yeah. yeah, I've I've um I've had a positive experience over the phone. Uh, okay. Like a, yeah, like I I would it's actually someone that I knew too. Ooh. But it, yeah, it was. But in person, we usually always communicate in English. But um, okay. The, I I guess I didn't have their phone number saved, and so I get a call and I answer. You know, Mosh Mosh and you know, I'm I'm speaking all Japanese to him, and and then hey. after like five minutes, ago is this shay i go yeah and they're like <laughs> i had no wait what the you know i right? well, they they called me but I'm, maybe they assumed that someone else answered or something but they ah. they're just like it it was it was the best compliment for my japanese ability that i think i've had That's when cool. when a japanese friend didn't recognize who i was you know and they thought i was a, a japanese person I'm like okay well thank you <laughs> I,
1: I dude I get that often especially like my company most of the Japanese people speak English uh, yeah. fluently mm-hmm. and when we go out drinking they're shocked when I can order food When I, 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 A. I know the staff like, yeah. my favorite uh, Yakitori place with uh, all you can drink I walk in and it's this old guy and this young guy the young guy comes behind me starts giving you a massage and he already knows what I'm going to order and they're cool. like how the fuck and a the guy starts <laughs> saying like oh Tommy's always here all the time he always has like a whole bunch of people that comes here and I'm yeah. um, speaking to him in Japanese they're like you speak Japanese I was like yep. been here 12 fucking years but that doesn't mean shit it doesn't I have friends who've been here longer who can't speak yeah. a word of English married to Japanese women who can't speak English yeah how
0: the fuck does that happen oh man well they they probably well I know how it happens yeah they they, they get her pregnant they, and they, they get trapped you know so but, they speak horizontally yeah no, there's there's some cool uh, restaurants up here. There, I know a guy. Um, there's a izakaya that I've been going to for years. The the owner's super cool. Like I think most of the staff are either Korean or Chinese. But That's he, cool. Yeah, he's he's a Japanese, um, okay. Japanese owner. But he he's so cool and accepting of anyone that comes into his izakaya. And one right. one of my friends, uh, New Zealand friends, who was leaving Japan, uh, we were having like it was. Think it was his going away dinner, but as a as a present, a going a going away present, he let him Eat. be the tencho for the night. So <laughs> that's awesome. And, like he let him manage the place for the night. You know, and that's it was, cool. It was, like people would come in and he would be the one taking the orders and you know accepting him, and they're, cool, and they're just dude. like this this you know this uh, New Zealand guy there. And, and there's <laughs> but. You know he's really cool. You know, yeah. Dude, that's
1: uh, one yeah. of the things. One of the best things I've embraced, um, especially like where I live now. I live in a college town. I'm, i my apartment's in between two universities. Yeah. Uh, which is amazing, <laughs> and that's why I chose where I live. But I'm, I live on a Shotengai, guy, which is a, a shopping street. Yeah. I'm right where the Shotengai guy begins. But I live off of this minor street that has two yakitori places, two yakiniku places, a ramen shop, and a bar. Oh man. And frequenting uh, frequenting these areas you become like a regular yeah I'm the I've never seen another foreigner in my area yet like another non-asian foreigner yeah and when you build that reporting you know that you speak Japanese you start getting treated extremely well where you get those benefits like that guy would do that like if I ever left and I told people like hey this is like my last time yeah. going back to America or something I'm, I guarantee I'd get similar yeah. treatment but being in a smaller area or just being a, a, a frequenting a place uh, i think japanese people treat us quite well
0: in those senses yeah um i have because fun- we we bring the money yeah exactly well <laughs> I, I have a I've not really, only that I know, I know i have a really funny story this just happened mm-hmm. a few months ago my another american friend and i we're just going out uh drinking um all, everyone else had to like catch a last train back to another place but we both live near the city center so we don't have to catch any trains, Walk. you know. So we're hey. we're walking around, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I found this small hole in the wall, at Izakaya. Um, let's let's go check it out." Um, I said, "Okay." We go in there. We're the only two customers at all in this place, wow. and it's a really small place. And this guy is just talking to us. He, you know, he's like, "What do you having?" We're just two beers, and and his shop is like really close to a supermarket, and he's like, and he says hey, guys, look, like, he, he knows my friend from only one time before, and he just met me, and he goes, I got to step out to get some more food. Can you guys watch my shop while I'm out? And we're like, <laughs> okay. He goes, the tap's right here in case anyone comes in. We're like, no cool. So, so he steps out for, like, 15 minutes, and then he comes, no he comes way. back. And yeah. He just, like, trusted us to just – Chill out in there. You know?
1: <laughs> it's it's a naivety that uh, wouldn't work back home. Nobody would be that naive to do that. But yes. he's extremely lucky that you guys are honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Or you guys weren't attacked by the non-existent like that. Break into yeah. establishment. Like yeah, exactly. He, he's super super lucky.
0: Yeah. And like we were so honest, we didn't even sneak. We didn't even get sneaky beers. You know. Like, right. 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 We, Which we, you, could, we, have, you could have, but you easily could have, but yeah and that's the thing you know people people give you that sort of trust and responsibility and if you don't violate it you have a friend for life after that you know exactly it's it's really cool you know
1: exactly like there's so many places that i go in here and they like know like me like i i my favorite korean restaurant in uh, the korean town here in shinokobo like i'm friends with two of the girls i've got them online i've got them on instagram like i don't have to call to make reservations anymore i lined them saying hey i'm coming with People, and they're like, all right, we'll write you down on a board. Like,
0: yeah.
1: you you get to get these um, different situations that I think when you build that rapport and you you, you show them that you're a good person, you mm-hmm. do get a lot. Like, I don't know if you saw it on my Instagram. Like, those two girls got me a fucking birthday cake
0: Yeah.
1: when I, I, I celebrated my birthday at that Korean restaurant, and my friends brought me a birthday cake. And then suddenly the two girls that work at the shop brought me another birthday cake, and I'm like – what the fuck's going on? Like why? Because I'm like friendly with you guys and I always bring a bunch of drunk people to eat yeah. and drink a lot at your place but that's enough but they didn't have to do that. It could have stopped that yeah. like hey here's your reservation we're glad we can get you in. It's here's a cake. It's for you like oh here watch my place. Yeah. You build that rapport and I think that trust gets in there quite quickly. That's,
0: that's one observation I've made here is like actually becoming close friends with with um japanese for me at least has been um it's 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 hard to break that like kind of outer shell but once you get in there yeah. it's like man th- they are great super loyal exactly, friends. you know so exactly
1: yeah. exactly yeah. like the the most non-loyal friends i have here are all like foreigners like yeah. the most like fly by night like Stab you in the back, like flaky
0: like other Americans are flaky as shit, man. Oh, at dude. Least I, it's, what I've encountered, you know.
1: Oh man, same as me. Like living yeah. here in Tokyo, it's it's and that's something that I'm very big on. Like I will only cancel if I'm sick. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like if I'm not sick, I will go hang out with somebody I don't like. Otherwise mm-hmm. I'll just say no. I'm like, I'm not yeah. gonna go.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's it. If I say I'm gonna go, I do not flake. I'll be late
0: yeah.
1: or I'm gonna be sick. But the amount of people who will ask me to do something and then they, they cancel, like the flakiest people easily in Tokyo are all like foreigners. They're just yeah. so sketch. And it's all about, like it's quite self-centered. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a big reason why I don't DJ. It's a big reason why I don't do a lot of work for people with this new idea, with this new company. And I don't have many now. like so I'm just like, we'll find somebody who doesn't give a fuck about a paycheck.
0: Right, right.
1: But it's, it's Japanese. All the Japanese people I know are, when it comes to that, like, a friend, like, mm-hmm. not randos that you meet at a bar, like, they're pretty loyal, they're pretty honest when it comes to, like, fighting shit with your friends, and right. right, that's been quite enjoyable.
0: That's, that's really cool, man, I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that's, um, it's really cool that you, we can meet people like that, and um, it's, it's funny that the people that flake out the most are either your fellow countrymen or, or um, right. people, you know, other, other foreigners, you know. Um, before we before we end this, I wanted to um, sure, sure, sure. Uh, ask you about. Now you do. You said you do freelance stuff on the side. It, yeah, um, that's including the photography. What else do you do for freelance? So
1: person? I do a lot of uh, videography, more than photography. Sadly, I've been um, dying to go shoot some pictures uh, recently. But I actually did. Uh, I had some friends, uh, some DJ friend. Well, a DJ friend and his wife came to visit um, last weekend. And I went around and took pictures of them around their favorite places when they lived here, in uh, Tokyo. And they paid for it because they first contacted me a month, two months before. So that was like the first like proof I'm sorry, um, portrait shots I've done in a while. But I've done a lot of event photography, uh, parties, um, trade shows. <laughs> um, I went and I did a videography event for a trade show at Tokyo Big Sight mm-hmm. a month ago. I want to say about a month ago um i this is something that i don't think i even mentioned this but hmm. um i did a what'd you say not an interview uh there was like a video message that a, a japanese politician had to deliver to the prefecture that he represents hmm. he wasn't able to make it there because of some uh, things that happened here but through my friend who helped me get this apartment he works with like everybody like a wide gamut of people but right. Uh, that politician is one of them. So I was sitting there in this politician's office in across from what the Japanese like White House is interviewing this guy. You may have seen a picture I put up on Instagram of like yeah, yeah, from the window that. you can hmm. see the, the, the diet building. Yeah. So I sat there, I set up my camera, I set up my light, I sat there and interviewed this guy. Not interviewed, he delivered his message for 30 minutes. I went to this small office, I edited the video, delivered it to him and all of the people in the prefecture that he represents. All this video that I shot and edited um i i mentioned earlier i think before we were recording but i shot a music video over a span of like a month and a half yeah. it was um i finished it last night i delivered it to there's i want to say three or four producers a rapper and then another guy who like does the chorus mm-hmm. and um i delivered that to them this morning after well, i delivered it to them yeah this morning so once they announce that, I'm gonna be like releasing it on like my Instagram, my YouTube, and on Facebook. But um, I'm i to be honest, I'm I'm very fucking proud of the music video. Like it's it looks like something somebody would pay tons of fucking money for, and I did it for free because I've never shot a music video in my life, right. and um, right. I don't think I should charge for something I don't have um, skill or experience in. But it looks like something you'd see on MTV. But now, hey, like,
0: yeah, man. But now you can use that as part of your portfolio, and you can start charging big bucks after that. You know, and what I mean? and
1: this is where, like you said, like exposure. Like yeah. these guys musically have quite a bit of experience. And the, the whole talk at the beginning, they're like, "How much do we pay you?" And I was like, "I'll do it for free." Uh, we were gonna do a trade for a trade because my YouTube channel I thought would be bigger than it is today. Um, I've just been way too busy to really put the time I want to into it, mm-hmm. and I, I asked one of the producers, if you make me a, a song, I'll shoot your music video, which financially, a song is worth a lot less than a music video, right. but I was like, who cares? Like, you're a professional producer, and I'm like a guy who has a good camera, and I have editing skills. Right. I've never shot a music video, so shooting it was fun. It was just a bunch of drinking and going to clubs and hanging out in VIP with hot girls, and drinking all over shibuya and tokyo but when i put it all together and i started color grading and i started editing it to the music it's a fucking good music video like i'm super proud of it i'm sick of looking at it because i've been looking yeah. at it for the past like yeah. two months of like editing it like i come home after like a hard day of work and i'm here at this computer working on this music video and um i'm glad that it's done and they're they're happy with everything i've done and i can't wait to show it but that's like it i want to shoot more like uh, YouTube videos because YouTube my YouTube the very first YouTube video I released led to three paying jobs
0: well it was all man. I had
1: it's all I had to show for myself yeah was what type of video do you have I was like, well I've got my YouTube video mm-hmm. um, I I had a Ryokan pay for me to stay at their Ryokan not pay for me okay so I got to stay at Ryokan, ryokan, ryokan how Japanese inn.
0: yeah
1: Japanese yeah. style in
0: yeah I got
1: to stay there for free and then they took me to this uh, monk bar around the corner and they bought me a fuck ton of alcohol
0: monk bar interesting
1: yeah yeah. it's all run by real monks and um, that ended up becoming two videos on my YouTube but that ended up not working out they're a little bit more conservative than um, my friend who connected me uh, to them but my very first only solo YouTube video led to that had I not made my first YouTube video it wouldn't have led to a lot of the video work I've done here
0: yeah yeah and man like I've you're your channel uh you know you just started it recently i mean that right, right. Right, that right. the 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 quality that i've seen is you know blows a lot of people who make videos on the regular out of the water you know and in what i found at least on youtube man is people people don't really care about quality it's just like uh, like hot button issue shit you know clickbait right. type stuff and it's right, like right, oh right, man right, come right, on right. Like the real good quality stuff out there doesn't get the attention it deserves. Except, in like in your case, you know, mm-hmm. it got it got you three paying jobs. So I, right, the, right, right, you know, right, 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 right. Outside of
1: YouTube, paid. I was paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I didn't get the followers. I didn't get the views. Well, I, I got followers and I've got views, but not enough to start monetizing yet. Right. But it did lead to paying work, which I'm I'm hugely grateful for.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like you said, with the music video. Putting the work and the dedication into that—that's going to lead to so many better things, you know, down the road. So. Super
1: looking forward to it. Yeah. Super looking forward to it.
0: So speaking of YouTube and Instagram, right. which you've mentioned, right. how can people find you online? And um, how, you know, you you have two Instagrams, is that correct? Yeah, I do have two Instagram
1: accounts. Uh, one of them is. <laughs> So one of them is like my private one that I started first. And um, one of my old friends, she was like, uh, she used to tell me I should be on Instagram because one of her photographer friends um, was on there and he was getting a lot of paid work through his Instagram. And she was like, you're a way better photographer plus you're bilingual and you're able to communicate with Japanese clients and you'll be able to get from there. So I started my initial Instagram account, which took me a lot longer than everybody else. Right. Um, because all my pictures used to go on uh, Flickr. Mm -hmm. I started my regular one, which is uh, Tommy, T-O-M-M-Y, underscore, Villain, V-I-L-L-A-I-N, which is my old DJ name. Um, So that is my, what I would say, my main, busiest uh, Instagram account. Um, Shay, looking at it, would probably see. So I, I'm trying to say this without sounding like a dick, uh... (laughs) I, I live I, I have to be honest and it's something I take for granted but I live quite a God I really fucking hate saying this but I, I live quite a, an exciting okay I live quite an exciting life I go yeah. out a lot I'm always out like for lack of a better term partying yeah and those quote fingers again I'm always around with a lot of like cute girls I'm around like DJ's and shit like that. I'm eating and I'm drinking, yeah. doing various things. And my friends are always like, "Oh my god, that looks like so cool!" But for me, it's fucking normal. These are like my friends, or they're my yeah. friends' friends. Yeah. Like
0: you, you it's don't, not... you don't do it to say, "Look how cool I am." You do it just because no. that's how you live. You know.
1: And, and yeah. it, it's literally like it's why my my YouTube video came up my twelfth year in a fucking country. I've been, hmm. I've got way crazier shit. I should have recording years ago yeah but people have like why don't you have a YouTube why don't you do this why don't you do this like your life is so exciting and it's just like it's normal for me
0: yeah
1: so now that more and more people are looking at it like holy shit like you do like wild crazy shit all the time like I have my video my second to last um, YouTube video is me in Korea and it's just like uh, my Korea trip is just four four days three nights just nuts like first day to like the morning I left and it only tells, like, half of the story of that trip. Yeah. And people are like, oh, my God, Korea looks great. But I'm like, oh, with my two friends that were there, it was a lot more than that. Yeah. And, like, the last video I released was I was supposed to shoot a video of my friend dancing, like, traditional Japanese dance. And it's literally just a bunch of us drunk at this Okinawan restaurant before even we to go see my friend, which was this much of the video. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess I need to... Not take it for granted of what I do here and what I have access to and what my life leads me to here. I need to document it more. And now this video is done, I've got time for it.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, what you consider normal could be amazing for somebody else, you know. And exactly, I, that, that's something I had to realize too. Is I always thought, what, what who wants to see what I do? And, right, 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 but, right, 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 uh, right, right. When I actually put videos up on YouTube, um, they would get a lot more hits than. I was like, that's, that's, I thought that was a little bit boring, actually. But no, there were right, people right, who were right. interested and would give me compliments on it. I'm just like, okay. But that's, that's, so that's something you got to learn is what's normal for you. It could be uh, co- so cool to somebody else, you know.
1: Right, right. And so just it, put it, it out there, you know. Exactly. I mean, like, you took me to that, like, YouTube party, like, yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah,
0: And I, that
1: was not even inspiring to start my YouTube channel. Because I was like, I live, a little bit more exciting life than these guys' videos. Like, I checked and I was like, wait a minute, like, the shit yeah. that I do. And I still didn't even do it. Yeah. yeah. I still avoided, like, the whole YouTube thing. And, like, I'm not, like, the whole... Oh, my God, Japan's the greatest country in the world. Oh, my God, look, I'm eating sushi. Yeah, oh, look yeah. at Harajuku Shui. Like, I'm, like, here's this kind of, like, exclusive party with all of my attractive friends. And we're, like, having a great time. Or we're just being stupid on, like, Center Guy and Shibuya. Yeah. Or we're at Yoyogi Park for Hanami. We're just like drinking, listening to music, and there's this old guy dancing, and I'm like dancing with the guy. Like that stuff is like what I would do, camera or no camera.
0: Yeah, it's exactly. actually
1: scary being like that with my camera, but yeah. I've got to be a bit more careful. But yeah. it, it's 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 something that I think not everybody gets to experience, or you don't see it on everybody's channel.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's what's cool is you're actually unique in that you're not the guy that's going to sushi restaurants or Seven Eleven and saying, "Look at this." this wacky hello kitty shit right, you know right, like, right, right, right. you you're not talk doing that, that. Yeah. yeah and i, that, I was just that, talking to that. a guy earlier today on another show about that it's like yeah that's cool if you can if that's your thing right but th- those are like dime a dozen you know right, right right exactly exactly if you have something unique i would put it out there man yeah because right. what i have found putting stuff online is there's an audience for everything of course, you know, of course you know and you just course, gotta put it out there and, and they come you know and um, right and a- anything that you have you can, <laughs> you can either help somebody or inspire somebody or just entertain somebody that normally exactly. you normally wouldn't if you didn't put it out you know so n- never and think that your your life is just too normal or too boring to put it out there because someone's true. gonna find it gonna find it entertaining you know
1: exactly exactly yeah. one of the biggest Biggest inspirations for me starting my YouTube channel, which i i guess I should share the name for it uh, later. Uh, yeah. But uh, just, just, um,
0: sorry to interrupt, but just—I'll sure, sure. I'll have all of the links and stuff in the oh, show okay, notes. Cool. So you go ahead and and, and tell the audience um, when you want, but uh, I'll—I will have the links for it so people. Oh, can I appreciate find it, man. Yeah,
1: appreciate it. But uh, what, what I was saying—the the biggest influence I had was Halloween last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I I watched some YouTube channel about how to make uh specific settings for like a instagram story sized video Mm -hmm. and how to shoot and all of that so me and my friends were out in shibuya where i work like it was minutes from my office and we were just out having a crazy wild night like everybody in fucking shibuya and i was making these instagram uh, stories and i was like holy fuck if i made this like an episode of like my youtube it would have been a way better than this 15 second clip Right. On an uh, app that not everybody is using or was using, but well, like YouTube has a much wider audience, so that's something that kind of became a goal for me. And I now have two friends from America, who are going to come and crash at my apartment just to experience Halloween because of my Instagram.
0: That's awesome, dude. Yeah.
1: Now, had I done it on YouTube, I'd have other people who aren't my friends coming out to do it. I might have other people who aren't my friends. Yeah. And that's the impact I want. I want people to enjoy. What I enjoy out of Japan, like if you're somebody who likes to go like to music festivals and kind of be wild, and you don't care about ninja and anime and manga and robot cafes, like you can get a lot out of Japan. But I think they don't have that image.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's it's uh, also kind of why I do this podcast is I, I wanna I wanna talk to people who do different things in Japan, right. and so it shows a different aspect of Japan to people, and maybe motivates people who would normally think about japan in a certain way maybe like hey maybe i should give that a shot you know
1: exactly dude yeah. exactly exactly yeah. exactly so. but to fast forward so that youtube channel it's called twain's world t w a i n apostrophe s world so t w a i n thomas wayne adams in nihon twain's world like the movie wayne's world so if you don't put the apostrophe, you're going to get Shania Twain. or some Shania Twain <laughs> uh, YouTube channel. But um, The
0: more you put out, the more it'll lead to your channel. Though. Yeah,
1: okay. I've got to be a little bit more well-known than Shania Twain. But now that this music video is done, I've got a ton of things to uh, put out. So hopefully I'll get more videos on there. Okay. And uh, so I, I did mentioned earlier my main Instagram one. So if you like Instagram stories or if you like just like what I'm eating in Japan or the random shit I do on like a... Drunk Night Out, which will be tomorrow.
0: And the Hooter, that Tommy, Hooters Girls?
1: The Hooters Girls, yes, that I've <laughs> befriended and I've yeah. hung out with outside of Hooters. Yeah. Um, just totally, I shouldn't say, well, I won't say their names, but, um, mm-hmm. well, one of their names is mentioned on, yeah, don't look too much into my Instagram. She, she might get in trouble, but yeah. um, that's the, the villain Again, that's my Instagram, that's my most common one. If you just want photography and you don't give a fuck about my videos or Craziness, it's Tommy Adams Photography, so at Tommy Adams Photography. And that one is a lot, I, I forget about that one sometimes.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I just, that's my, I went out, I planned to shoot, I shot some pictures, I came home, I spent time editing them, and I upload them there. But I also upload them on a Tommy Villain one, but you've gotta go through all my bullshit on that one. Yeah. yeah. Tommy Adams Photography is just photography. Or any cool videos that I shoot that are really quick and planned. That looks cinematic,
0: and that's it. Okay. Well, Tommy, thank you very much. Uh, I'd love no, to have you it. back at some point. We, you got, sure. a, you have a lot of stories to tell. but oh, God. Uh, yeah. So. Um, Way too many. Yeah, I'll, I'll point everyone in into the direction of your Instagram and your YouTube channel. Um, is there okay. any last words you'd like to to part with the audience with?
1: Ah. Wow, that's the most difficult question. <laughs> Um, That's what everyone says. <laughs> th- no, 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 really, really. One thing I have to say is like Japan is probably, gay- if you are on, OK, OK, let me say this. If you're on the fence about, oh, I've always wanted to live in Japan. I've always wanted to live in Japan. I always say live in Japan. It's quite easy, especially if you are a native English speaker, to get a job here. Granted, it's not going to be a high-paying job, um, but get it. If you don't care about learning the language, move to Tokyo. Tokyo isn't as big and scary as you probably think it is. Um, It's it's you can realize quite quickly that Tokyo is Small to the extent that you'll run into people, you know quite often Um, If you care about the culture move to To uh, Kyoto, sorry move to Kyoto move to uh, Osaka if you don't want to be that countryside Um, Avoid the countryside if you don't like being stared at if you've never been a minority where you're from avoid the countryside Um, when you come to Japan Buy alcohol at the convenience store and you can drink it on the street. It's open carry. You don't need to worry about uh, being arrested or harassed by cops here. Hmm. Don't fly your drone. <laughs> it over parks. And, um, and drop but, candy on kids. Right. Drop candy or drones on kids. Yeah. But just I think everybody who's been into in America, we're very Europe-centric. I think if you're going to set foot in Asia to get yourself started, start with Japan. Yeah. And I would say almost start with Tokyo first. I'm a huge fan of South Korea and Seoul. It's my favorite city in, in, in Asia. But I would always say start in Tokyo first. It's clean. The people are polite. The food is sanitary. They don't cut corners for anything. Uh, there's no laws that they're going to pass or, I'm sorry, skip over to uh, s- save a buck. So I always say Tokyo is a great gateway drug to <laughs> Asia. Yeah. And I think you should just do it. Don't just say, I want to. It. And it's not as expensive as you probably think it is okay and that's my thing it's nothing about me it's just literally i wish more people would come and experience japan
0: yeah yeah well you've um you've sold i don't really like tokyo but you've pretty much sold <laughs> me on tokyo right there so uh, i so fucking love tokyo yeah man well i appreciate you coming on and uh no problem yeah I'd love to have you back sometime thanks man yeah appreciate ask, it. man i'll make time okay